Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You are listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex in the City podcast, hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Welcome, everybody, to an exciting new chapter in the novel or franchise or series that is <laughs> I Couldn't Help But Podcast. We figured since you spend most of your time listening to us talk about our stories, sharing personal anecdotes, that it was time to listen to our listeners. So what we decided was that everyone has a bad date story, a bad date or a bad hookup, or even a good date that just didn't go as well as it should have. And so what we're doing now is we're doing these little mini episodes in the place of having actual episodes that will be coming soon so that we could let you know how fantastic you are while sharing the most embarrassing aspects of your life. Now, we have a couple friends who have already sent us their bad dates, and that's what we will be going over today. But if you are interested, go ahead and tweet us. You can or you can DM us on Twitter at we swear on Chanel. We also accept messages to our Facebook page. I couldn't help a podcast. Or we also accept emails. We love emails at I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. Alrighty, Paige, do you want to start us off or do you want me to start us off? Um, I can start you off. So I'm not entirely sure if, um, if this person wants to remain anonymous or not. So I'm just going to err on the side of anonymous. Perfect. And real quick, I'm glad that you brought that up. These can be anonymous. So if you trust either Paige and I to know your identity or if you want to create a fake email or Twitter, go ahead and send us your message and we will say it is anonymous. Or if you want to take credit for your juicy stories, let us know and we will give you proper credit. Mm-hmm. So um, our first one is from a heterosexual female. So she says, guy gets to pick the movie on the first date. When he asks what my favorite genre is, I say fantasy adventure. And so he picks the importance of being earnest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so she's not happy about it. Um, the later in the date, she says that he makes me watch the first episode of West Wing and awkwardly tries to cuddle me when I'm so over the date already. I'm not here to judge anybody else's what they think a bad date is. But if someone were to take me home and be like, we're going to watch West Wing... I'm going to go down on them. <laughs> but like during commercial breaks, because also I need to watch the show because West Wing is fantastic. And I love the show so much. <laughs> I'm sad that that was a bad experience for you. What would have been, what would have made that day better? Mm, yeah. I, I mean, it's in the realm of bad dates. I'm sure we're going to have lots of other ones that we're going to talk about today that are pretty bad. Oh, so man. what do you have next? <laughs> Um, I have a story by my friend Kate. I'm not trying to blow all her business out, so you just need to know that her name is Kate. And here's what she sent in. I'm not good at impersonating people, so please just imagine this. Written in the... Or voiced by a heterosexual... I think she's heterosexual. Female. Starting college. So, I was dating this guy, and he took me on an ice fishing date on New Year's Eve. The plan was to spend the day ice fishing and go to his house later. First of all, ice fishing is not my jam. I hate being cold. I hate winter. I hate fish. Same girl. He knew all of this. But we go. It's cold. We don't catch anything. It sucks. I wanted to go home. And then his grandpa came to the ice house to surprise us. He made his bars and he's he's like, here, Kate, just for you. 
He was the sweetest old man. So I grab one and take a bite, and I know right away that something is wrong. I feel that tingly, itchy feeling in my mouth that I get when I have allergic reactions. I told my boyfriend that I needed to go, and so we packed up. I told him I needed to get Benadryl, and I didn't have my wallet. He got mad that he had to buy it, but he did, reluctantly. So, we're driving. Mind you, this lake was like an hour and a half from home. So I start to feel super sick. Usually Benadryl makes me feel better, but I kept getting worse. I asked him to take me home, and he's like, no, just come to my place. So I'm literally begging this guy to take me home. He keeps saying no. Finally, he looks over at me from the window or from the driver's seat and he goes, wow, you look like shit. What a sweet boy. And here she's included the hard eyes emoji. (laughs) (laughs) So I ask him to pull over at this gas station and I go inside to the bathroom. I look in the mirror and my whole body is covered in hives. I look like literal death. I'm trying not to throw up. I'm so nauseous. So I walk back out to the car and I'm like, for real, take me home. And he's like, my mom's a nurse. She can help you. Just come to my house. What are you going to do at your house? Sleep? You can sleep at my house. And I keep fighting it. Finally, this asshole agrees to drop me off at my house. I walk in the front door. My mom looks at me and says, get in the car. We're going to the hospital. So we go to the hospital. Long story short, I almost die. This boy is texting me the whole time, not once asking, are you okay? But instead he asks, can you come over after? So I asked the doctor and he's like, no, you absolutely cannot drive tonight. So I go home. The boy is pissed. He decides that, fine, even though it's an inconvenience, he'll just come to my house. So he comes over, we're watching a movie, and I fall asleep. I had just had an almost deathly reaction, allergic reaction, and they gave me epinephrine, which makes you fall asleep, okay? Okay. This bitch wakes me up and goes, well, you're just being boring. I might as well just go home. So he leaves. TBH, I really didn't care. I was just tired. But I look at my phone and open Twitter. The first tweet I see is from this bitch. He tweeted, well, there goes my New Year's date. And it's the rolling eyes emoji three times. The next day, I woke up at 2 p.m., still half dead. And I call him and he's like, well, happy New Year, I guess. You kind of ruined my night. The saddest part is that I continue to date that fool for another two months. Pumpkin, why? Anyways, I just thought I should share that gem with you. Sorry it was so long. Oh my gosh. That is bullshit. Poor Kate. I would have, she was so nice throughout that whole thing. I would have like been so, you know what, asshole? I'm taking a cab. Get out of my life. I'm blocking you on everything. 110%. While dying, I would be blocking him on everything. <laughs> like, if that's the last thing I do, blocked, 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 yes, delete. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I would subtweet. That's so sad. <laughs> I feel so bad because then I think about my bad date and I was like, wait, I was the grumpy bitch in my bad date. Oh. <sighs> Oh no! I'm part of the problem! (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, Kate. (laughs) We're super sorry, Kate. I'm glad that you found. I'm glad you recognized that he was an asshole Mm -hmm. and that you moved on from him, but fuck, that sucks. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. So we have. um, I'm not sure if she wants to remain anonymous, so I'm just gonna go with anonymous, and if she wants to post this and be like oh that's me then that's up to her and we'll give her credit in the next episode sorry yeah so um she wrote us and she said how about the time the guy had been seeing for a couple of weeks tells me that his arranged marriage bride was on her way to the u.s 
Oh my god. <laughs> she said, we were at lunch when he told me this. I stood up in the restaurant and applauded him saying, you win. Best breakup ever. Oh, uh, I wonder how... So she, Okay, she did say a couple of weeks. So a couple of weeks, that's pretty... That's a pretty long time to be seeing somebody and not mention your arranged marriage, you know... Your mail-order Am- bride. On Amazon Prime or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, it wasn't Prime because it took a couple of weeks. That's so fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, oh my god. People are crazy. What was he expecting to happen? I have no idea. Oh, I have a I have a friend who is sending in more stuff to us. Uh, but he told me that recently he went on a date and the girl just out of nowhere called him an ugly troll. What the fuck is that shit? Yeah, and that I was shocked because he's actually a good looking guy. And so it was really sad. I was like, what is wrong with people? Were they in a bar? Was she drunk? I don't think so. I mean, she might have been. She might have pre pre game. Pre game. That's yeah. so sad. I think there are nice ways to be like, you know what? I'm just not that into you. I know, right? There's just a whole be movie nice about and it, and then like, don't call them back. Yeah, just like ghostlight them. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> ghostlight. <laughs> is it gaslight? It's gaslight. Gaslighting is making them feel guilty for something that that's not up like to them to feel guilty about, and then ghosting is just like pretending you don't exist and going away. Perfect. I'd make so them good. feel like it was their fault that it didn't work out because I didn't talk to them. <laughs> ghost lighting. Perfect. Ghost lighting. There was an entire conversation in season two of Scream Queens where everyone has a different definition of gaslighting because, like, it's obviously just yeah. like an urban dictionary. So people are like, mm-hmm. I thought it was when you like fart in a room and just like walked out. <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite. Perfect. Here we have an anonymous story. Um, bad date story. Started off at Java Jungle, where he proceeded to go into detail about having his pubes waxed off that morning and the conversation he had had with the waxer. Then took me along with him to go thrift shopping downtown, when I had no desire to do that. Ugh. But at least you know they're, like, well-maintained. I mean, <laughs> sure. I can't even imagine. Just, like, the first thing you like... Hi, I'm sorry that I'm late. I was <laughs> my pew waxing appointment ran a little long. Yeah. There was a lot of work to do. There was so much. <laughs> I'm Italian. <laughs> Listen, kidding. I had the best expectations for this day. I had to make sure my boy Zillion was on fleek. You said boy Zillion? That's adorable. Have you never heard of boy Zillion? I've never heard of that before. That's so funny. One of my friends who lives in Vegas did like an entire Snapchat story update about his first experience getting a boy Zillion. Man, I was always just like, okay, like that'd be a good, easy, fast way to clean up your entire situation. Mm 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 mm. No. Listen. No, that's no. that's that's an ingrown hair party. I don't like being sticky. Is my problem. Yeah. And then I'm just imagining like maple syrup or like honey just <laughs> all over like yes. my ass crack, my ball sack, my taint. Mm. And, like, pair that with the ripping sound of your hair follicles. Like, yeah. Yikes. You know what you don't need? All of that. Exactly. Yikes. <laughs> Perfect. Paige, do you have another story? Um, so we have, um, at this very moment, one more story. Um, and this person would like to remain anonymous, but it is important to point out for the, for the story itself... Uh, that she is uh, polyamorous. So, um, and then I actually have one more story that somebody literally (gasps) just texted me. Yes! So, um, we're going to do this story, and then we will do the next one. I will read it live and terribly 
as I <laughs> as I read it for the first time to you guys. So this please is be get great. all the inflections correct. Right. So, anyways, this one um, I'm going to read verbatim. So I'm going to read it like I am hers, but I'm not. I can see it. <laughs> okay. So here we go. This was actually not a bad date. It was a wonderful date. I was super in love with this boy I met on Tinder. My adorable little white right swipe. <laughs> We knew it was love at first text and had been having little text dates for a while where I'd get in the bath and we'd text adorable get-to-know-you questions. We even hung out a few times in social social situations and he met the husband and all was good and gooey. Then we decided to have our first all-day date and overnight. It was so perfect. We went to the hot springs, cuddled naked in the water, then to barbecue, then back to his house where he made me pork and veggies and we got in his bed to watch Star Trek and fool around and pass out cuddling. Everything was perfect. Mm. And then my tummy started rumbling. Oh, no. And I got nervous because he lives in a basement. And though he has his own bathroom, it was only separated by some two-by-fours and curtains. <laughs> I knew he was going to be able to hear me puke. I held on as long as I could because I knew crawling over to him might wake him and his giant German shepherd puppy up. But I finally knew I had to go, so I shot up, tripped over his doggy gate, walked, waking him and his puppy up, and flew to the bathroom and started hurling. The only problem was, apparently that wasn't the only end of my illness wanting to come <laughs> So there I was, naked and puking in this sexy new boy's bathroom, and I shat on his floor. But, like, only a little shat, for real. <laughs> I wanted to die. And I, going. <laughs> and I was praying for the love of God, please don't come in here to check on me. I began panicking and searching through drawers to find something to clean it up with. That's when I found his dildo and strap on. Holla, duly noted for another time, obviously. <laughs> I found a sponge and cleaned that shit up, literally. Then I grabbed a towel to wrap myself in and went upstairs to his roommate's bathroom far, far away and wrapped the sponge in a spool of toilet paper and buried it at the bottom of their trash can. Then I cleaned myself up, got back in his bed, and he groggily said, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just got a little sick. Then it happened two more times in the next hour. (laughs) Except those times I knew to puke in a trash can while sitting on the toilet. My only saving grace was that he sleeps with the TV on, so the sounds of Star Trek drowned out some of my misery. Also, he either was really passed out or at least pretended to be, sparing me about 10% of my shame. What a saint. (laughs) Right, what an adorable pumpkin. By the third time, I finally woke him up and said, I fucking adore you. I need to go home. And then I called my husband crying and said I was on my way home and to have the bathroom ready. And I hauled ass because I knew it was happening every 20 minutes at that point. Then I spent the rest of the night getting shitting and I spent the rest of the night shitting and puking in front of my husband because that's what husbands are for. Not new boyfriends, though. Not new, sexy, apparently bisexual, love to get pegged boyfriends. The end. Yes, we still fall super in love, had a beautiful romance, broke up because he's a dumb boy, and are very close friends now, a year later, and I still adore the shit out of him, and he has no idea that I shit on his floor. That is the most beautiful story that I've ever heard in my entire life. Love it. What I want more than anything is for us just to get a daytime television show, which is reenactments. <laughs> just reenact all of these people's bad first dates. It's like drunk history. Like drunk history. It would be beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> drunk first dates. Yes. I'm in. I'll be there. Yes. And this, I would really, really like to play this character who just shit everywhere. It would be so beautiful. I think I could sell it. <laughs> If you'd like to um, contribute to 
this financially, let us know. <laughs> we'll send you our PayPal link. <laughs> we'll set up a Patreon. You can get some added benefits. Oh, you get episodes early. Super fancy Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're cool enough for that quite yet. Listen, I know some people with Patreons that are just like, hey, just support me while I live my life, please. I'm not doing anything. And they're getting money. Okay, fair. Well, apparently we're setting no one up. Look out for that. If you want to support me <laughs> and pay so we can full-time just commit ourselves to this podcast. It would be beautiful. <laughs> so I have one more that literally just came in, um, and I'm reading it live. A guy brought a gun on a date that he moved locations so many times we ended up at a Panda Express. A gun at a Panda Express. So basically he brought a gun on the date. He was bringing some extra powder, the Kung Pao chicken. Yeah, he was. Holla. <laughs> no, they don't have holla bread there. Oh, then never mind. <laughs> Then he should be bringing a gun. Make it. (laughs) 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 What would you do if you were on a date and the guy's just like, here's my gun? So, um, funny story. (gasps) Okay, perfect. I wasn't, I wasn't on a date, but I was meeting up with a friend that I hadn't met up with in years and years, like since high school, which years and years, um, like decades and decades. Uh, And so I came to his house and he has a couple of kids and so the kid like answers the door and is like he'll be out in a minute and I'm like this is so creepy like I feel uncomfortable and so when he finally came out he like ran right over to me hugged me and was like oh my gosh it's so exciting to see you and he pulled away and I looked down at his waistband and he totally had a gun hell yeah and like literally 15 20 minutes in he's like you don't mind the gun do you and I'm like I I mean I've gotten used to it by now <laughs> 20 minutes in and I'm just staring at it. like 20 minutes in and I'm like, okay, there's a gun right there. (laughs) So that was kind of awkward. And I don't have any problems with guns per se. Like, it just seems like when you're in your own home, it's not really necessary to be packing on your hip. Yeah, like right there. And so it was weird to me. I don't have problems with guns in general, but when it's very like out there, like I have a gun, I get the point of that, but it just seems like you're just like putting your dick on the table. like. This is what I'm about. What's up? I'm like, I don't... That's not... Yeah. It's a little, I don't care. No, it's super scary. Please get your balls out of my meatballs. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So that is... Those are our stories so far. We don't want to blow all of them right away in the first episode. But we do want to hear more of them. So please let us know. Um, like we mentioned before, I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. You can get a temporary... Um, email address and send it in anonymously we if you even say i just want it anonymous we are not going to out you so no worries just just send them in we want to hear them they're going to be awesome and we love you and we love you so much thank you for trusting us with your personal stories and thank you for trusting the listeners to listen to your stories and not try to figure out who it is right this is amazing and i only wish the best for all the people who are sending in sending us their worst dates or worst hookup experiences yes. i'm really excited <laughs> i think i'm gonna tell my boyfriend that we need a break just so i can go on a series of bad dates <laughs> and then just bring them all to you guys. maybe i will reactivate my okay profile we'll find out perfect <laughs> okay thank you so very much for listening to this mini episode we'll see you next time with a full-length episode love you guys bye bye